0: Good evening, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Words of Heart. And today's episode is going to be a bit emotional. As some of you are aware from previous podcast episodes, I am diagnosed with diabetes. And it would be a year ago today, a year ago today, that I got diagnosed with diabetes. So I have been diabetic for a whole year now, a whole year now, and honestly, being diabetic was the last thing I ever expect to happen to me, Um, so I'm going to share a bit of my story with diabetes and just give you an overall picture as to what that's been like. So my diabetic journey started in really um november but it started a little earlier than that but november is when it really got serious so it was around november around my birthday slash thanksgiving um a couple months prior to that i all of a sudden began to lose a dangerous amount of weight i was really really skinny. I couldn't even keep anything down. I would take one bite of food and then I would be full or I would throw up. Most likely it would be both. Take something to eat, feel full, then throw up. I was basically a skeleton. Um, It was not easy for me at all. Um, It was devastating to my family and my friends and I couldn't even look at myself in the mirror. I was really, really skinny, really, really weak and fatigued. Um, Being weak, fatigued, dizzy, um, not being able to keep anything down um, is all symptoms of diabetes, which at the time I had no knowledge of. So basically what my body was doing was eating itself from the inside out. There's no other way to describe that. My body was literally eating itself from the inside out. And it, by far, probably the most terrifying thing anyone will ever experience, ever, in their entire life. My body was eating itself from the inside out. Nobody knew what was happening to me. I had no idea what was happening to me. This was November. I had just turned 24. I had just turned 24 at the time. Everything was going right for me in my life. I finally had a handle on school. I was 24. Got school under control. Everything was going good. So you know, I was like a baller, I shot caller, and all those words and everything. And yet, I wasn't a baller or a shot caller. I was going through the worst traumatic things anyone can experience. And that is that is dying in an instant, turning into dust. Because that's how bad of a condition I was in. I could have turned to dust at any given moment. And, I mean, that's not what somebody wants to experience turning 24. I had just turned 24, and hey, I have to worry about my life. So that um the condition I was in and the unbelievable amount of depression. I was in serious depression as a result of this. Um everyone knows me as someone being optimistic and seeing the silver lining to things and yet I had no silver lining and logic to what was happening to me. I had no smile. My smile was gone. No smile. No smile whatsoever. So, that whole experience was really, really hard for me prior to being diagnosed, the experience. So, this was around November to December. Um, I was so, so, so depressed. I knew, obviously, my faith is really, really important to me, and... I know God is in control of everything and he puts everything into perspective and everything that happens in my life happens for a reason. However, because of how depressed I was, even though I knew God was there, I just didn't feel it. I didn't see it because I was so, so depressed. I was, again, I could have turned into dust at any given moment and it's even hard for me to even talk about it right now. Because it was so emotional for me. And I'm surprised I'm not crying right now. Because it was just that devastating of an experience for me. So, that was November to December. Go to January 8th. Everything leading up to that specific date. Um, Around the point of January, this was 2020. Obviously, at this point, I didn't expect a pandemic to wreak havoc at this point, but it did, as all of us are aware of. I had seen a a doctor and yet no one can still explain to me what was happening. So she gave me some nausea medication to help with the food and the vomiting and everything to see if that would help. And for a couple days, I didn't, you know, throw up. And I was able to get through a meal and keep it down. I'm like, okay, maybe I'm not sick after all. Who knows? Maybe it was just a stomach bug. However, it was um, Wednesday evening or Wednesday morning. It was about 1 or 2.30 or so. Um, I had had a protein shake of some sort a couple hours before And, um, I try to, you know, consume it as much as possible because my family felt that I need to have so much food in me as much as possible. But in all actuality, it was actually making it worse. But again, we weren't aware of that. So it was, um, Tuesday night. Um, I had a protein shake of some sort. Um, my stomach wasn't really agreeing with me. So I stopped drinking it. And then around 1.30 in the morning, Wednesday morning, I threw up. I threw up, I threw up twice, and uh, my father told me that if if I were to throw up again, then to wake him up and to tell him to take me to the ER. I was crying for literally an hour before waking up my father. I was crying for literally an hour before waking him up because um, finances and hospital stuff does not mix and the last thing I wanted to do was to have to wake him up. But eventually I found the courage um, to knock on his door and to wake him up. Uh, My best friend was really the one that pushed me into knocking on the door. Um, Her name's Zandra. She's um, diabetic as well. She's the only diabetic I knew at the time. Um, So she's obviously was really helpful in this whole new phase of my life. But again, I had no idea I was diabetic at that point. So um, I try to stay awake um, because my dad had to work the following morning. So, okay, I'm like, if I stay up, I can just you know, wake him up again and tell him what happened and somebody can take me to the ER. But eventually I fell asleep. Um, I woke up, um, not feeling great at all. Uh, These symptoms of diabetes are no joke. Um, you're basically, you're basically a ghost of yourself pretty much. Like It is absolutely terrifying. I'm used to weighing about 120 pounds or so. I was 90 pounds. Every ounce of me had lost meat. Even my bra size shrunk. I didn't even think that was possible. So, I woke up Wednesday morning... My sister, Della, was there and she took it upon herself to take me to St. Anthony's Hospital where I um, got diagnosed. Um, They'd ran a bunch of tests on me and it was January 8th. I'm pretty certain it was January 8th. Um, It was the next day. Um, It was a Thursday at the time. It was January 8th, and I was hooked up to a bunch of needles and machines, but, and several doctors came to me. I was in the hospital for about a week, and they told me, "Um, you are, do you have diabetes? And I was just blown out of the freaking water. Like, how is that possible? Because nobody in my family has ever had diabetes before. Like, this was a whole new ballpark for me. And the only person I knew who had diabetes was my best friend. Uh, I am so, so thankful for my best friend, Zandra. We've been best friends since we were kids. And she's the only person who understood what I was about to experience. So, um, they told me I was diabetic and, um... I stayed in the hospital for about a week. Um, they filled my head with lots of information. Um, at many different times. Um, and it was a lot for my brain to consume. Um, and keep in mind, this was also sorted of during the... Pa- this was in the middle of the pandemic, really. And the pandemic had even really gotten worse at this point. It was still very, very fatal, though. So... Um, the news of this, um, wasn't easy for my family whatsoever because the idea of shoving needles into my stomach and pricking my finger is not like something you want to do on a daily basis. I still don't enjoy doing it on a daily basis and it's been a year, um, But even though many people respond to this differently and it is really hard for people to comprehend because my whole life, my whole life, I have gone through a lot. Um, When I was born, I couldn't hear or talk. Yeah, yeah, you heard that right. For the first, I want to say... I want to say the first two or three years of my life, um, I couldn't hear her talk at all. So the fact that I'm talking right now is a miracle, that I'm doing this podcast right now is a miracle. So I've had so many difficulties growing up. Um, and I had many health um, defects as a child as well. And because of all those unfortunate um deficiencies that truly affected um how I progressed in life especially in school like uh, according to the doctors or medically speaking I was two years delayed so it took me longer to learn things as opposed to what I should know at my age so people know how to tie their shoes at five I learned at seven Like, anyhow, let's get to the main point at hand. This news of being, um, diagnosed with diabetes could have easily, easily, um, affected me. And it had, um, I would cry in silence, um, um, to myself, and when people asked me if I was okay, I would lie to them. I would very much lie to them, because this news was hard enough for me to process, and I didn't want to bring that particular burden onto anybody else. Like, this is a lot for me to handle. I would not want you to have to handle this particular aspect of my life either. And again, it wasn't easy for my family as well. They're like, how can you inject yourself with needles every day, or five times a day. And um, I basically isolated myself for this. I got diagnosed a year ago today. I, di- I isolated myself from January to pretty much February. Um, and at this point, the pandemic obviously got worse. I basically social distance before that was even a thing. social distance before that was a thing. So I I started the social distance thing. You You heard it first. But anyhow, in spite of this drastic change in my life, because, again, I could have died. I could have died if I had not been diagnosed with diabetes a year ago, today, I could have died. I wouldn't have witnessed 2020. I wouldn't even witness the pandemic at all. And I'm getting emotional right now because it, this diabetic journey was not a journey I ever expected that I would ever have to take. But even though many people had different reactions to it, uh, my response to this, I could have said, screw it, I'm not going to inject myself with needles every day. Like, you got to be out your freaking mind. But I didn't respond that way. My response was, this was God's way of giving my life more purpose. God basically resurrected me from the dead. Because I could have died. I literally could have died. Snap your fingers, I could have been gone. (sighs) But I didn't die. I'm still here. I'm here for a reason. God wants to keep telling my story. So, this whole year, I had to adjust to this new change, being diabetic. And also being diabetic during a pandemic, which doesn't make it any easier either. Because now, I have to worry about this virus killing me. And it's bad enough, I could have died several months prior. So... You really think I want to end up in the hospital again? No. This whole year has been about change for me. Has been a real season of growth for me. I changed my whole entire perspective. I am injecting myself with needles. Not because I want to, but because I have to. Because the only key to me still breathing, this insulin that's in my system, is why I'm still breathing right now. So changing my perspective, exploring new foods, because again, I have no choice. It's what's keeping me breathing. Um, exploring new foods, exploring new friendships, deep, meaningful friendships through the power of Zoom and whom I met a month ago and these friends And this um, local ministry called My Local, which is a young adult ministry, is absolutely incredible. And if you live locally, you should definitely check them out. I highly recommend them. They're awesome and authentic. And just the Spirit of God lives within them. And it's just absolutely amazing. So, again, this whole season has been a season of change for me. And because of being diagnosed with diabetes, which, again, I didn't expect for that to happen, but it did. And now, I'm talking about right now, now more than ever, I truly feel like a warrior. A warrior for change. And I've been telling you guys in every single one of my podcasts that each and every one of you is a warrior. You're a badass you're a boss don't let anyone tell you differently and I'm gonna be honest I never believed in that model myself until 2020 and yeah I said 2020 2020 was supposed to suck we all know that but for me yeah it sucked but I mean again I could have died before 2020 so in hindsight 2020 gave me a chance to live <laughs> 2020 gave me a chance to live okay so this whole season or I guess past season because we're in 2021 now has been a real season of growth for me and I am now into podcasting and realize the power of my voice God has called me to be vocal And to use the power of my voice for good. And I've been exposed to all different types of things. Like podcasting and other podcasters who are awesome. So shout out to you guys who are into this. Just like me. I just... I have understand new depths of my personality that I didn't even think that was possible. All these things that are happening to me... Everything that's happened this past season, this year, going into 2021 now, all of this wouldn't have been possible if God didn't diagnose me with diabetes a year ago. I wouldn't be here right now if it wasn't for that day a year ago. I wouldn't be podcasting and encouraging you guys and reminding you to be the best version of yourselves. I wouldn't be able to do that. I wouldn't be able to help others through this platform if it wasn't for January 8th, 2020, a year ago today. Okay, Um, I'm getting really emotional right now. So I'm gonna wrap this up because it's going a little bit longer than I had anticipated. So, I'm going to end this podcast with this. If you know anyone with diabetes, anyone who's diabetic at all, know that they're still human just like you. Don't be afraid to talk to them. Don't be afraid to say hi. Don't be afraid to have a meal with them. As a diabetic, we can still eat food, we just have to moderate the portion and specifically what it is that we eat. Because everything in this life, especially food, has SUGAR. So we have to keep that in mind. So extend an olive branch or extend a heart out, extend your heart to those in the diabetic community because we don't have it easy. You guys can walk through life like it's no big deal, but for us, sometimes we're in constant worry as to if we're even gonna wake up the next day because our blood sugar might be too low to even wake up. So, extend an olive branch to the diabetic community, because they're warriors just like you and me. I'm a warrior, diabetic, poetry, however you wanna phrase it, we're all warriors and we all need to be there for each other. No matter what our health condition is, orientation, we all need to be there for each other. So guys, thank you for letting me share my heart out on this particular day being the anniversary of my diabetes and when I got diagnosed and until next time.